Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Stokers and Radar Uncut, a monthly podcast brought to you by Pig. Fly your best, Victor Perez's. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have all our, our chat, Radar. We're going to talk about your Christmas in Oz. We're going to talk about the Hero Cup. We're going to talk about John Rahm. We've got lots to get through on this month's pod. But we're going to start with a bang. We're going to start with a little bit of sparkle because we have a very, very special guest on our podcast this month. He's um, everybody's favorite TV judge. He's one of my favorite human beings. A very warm welcome to Mr. Anton Debeck. Oh, you. Oh. Let me tell you, you are just, you're like a, you're like a warm bath is what you are. I lie there and you sort of wash over me in a luxuriant sort of, it's it's so gorgeous and your voice I Who, just me or radar you you radar with <laughs> an, an elegance of walk I've never that had is a unique to him. <laughs> <laughs> stands out in the rain it's, just, it's almost as good Anton, come on, be honest. We play golf in the summer. You have a man yeah. crush on radar, don't you? You have a proper man crush on on the crazy Australian. I can't help it. He's just he's just such an attractive man and. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He wears that hat at a jaunty angle. I always like a hat at a jaunty angle. You've only got style if you wear a hat on an angle. And and he's so brilliant at it. I mean, I I don't want to say it because he's here, but genuinely speaking, he's. we've heard lots of on-course commentators over the years, and he takes it to a new level. When he speaks, you listen. And that's all you can ask for, isn't it, really? And, he's, and it also comes from a place of... He's done it. He's been, he's won trophies. He's been in terrible lies. He's duck hooked it into the lake. He's edit out the neck. He's done all of that. So he knows exactly what's going on. He knows exactly how they feel. And he's walked with all the giants. He's the man. Let me tell you. You're an absolute diamond. And uh, I thank you ever so much. <laughs> and so do you know how dangerous this is? Do you know how big his head is already? Do you know how yeah, much bigger it's going to be <laughs> after this podcast? My head won't fit uh... in that bloody head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, look, we really appreciate you coming on. I've been trying to get you on Azure Active for a while, but you're so busy. You're so in demand. It's hard to it's hard to track you down, isn't it? You're all over the shop. Well, it's been busy. It's been lovely, though. It's quite good busy. It's yeah. uh, I've been. You know, we, we came out of the last series of Strictly Come Dancing, which was epic and brilliant. I thought it was just a great series. Uh, and then during that time as well, I was off doing Panto as well. Now we're on. I'm on the road at the moment doing the. Um, the Strictly Live tour, the arena tour. So we're doing that at the moment, going around the UK. And that's great fun and great crowds. It's all about the audiences, really. We're in, as I say, we're in the arenas and there's eight and 9,000 people all, all loving the show. All the people that can't get tickets for the television show come to the arena show and see a, a, a number of the, uh, what I call the greatest hits of the show. It's just great. Um, you know, when anybody loves something as much as people love Strictly and, same with golf, really. It's it's all you're all in a room together having a great time, and that's the most important thing. 
it's mad, isn't it? I, I was lucky enough when I met you, didn't I, at Strictly? I was part mm. of the audience a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's like, it, it is incredible, the popularity of the programme. What, just honestly, what, what do you think is the magic? Is it just that ultimate feel good on a Saturday night? Is it just that kind of warm, fuzzy feeling that it that it gives everybody? Let's be honest, in, in quite tough times. Well, yes, all of the above, really. It's just the best of the best. It's like when you walk through, you know, up back Nolia Drive and you're going up towards the Masters. It's it's a bit like that in a, sort of an analogy like that. It's the best. Everything is immaculate. Everything is brilliant. The pros are amazing. The 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 the, the band are incredible. The singers are fabulous. The judges are fantastic. Um, the hosts are wonderful. The frocks are great. Everything about the show is the, is as good as it gets in the land of telly. And we also have that wonderful thing of longevity as well. We've been going a while now. So people know the show. They have their favourites. They immerse themselves in the show. It goes on for a time. And the, but I think the most important thing is that the audience get involved and they judge on Saturday night. They save their favourites or they don't vote for people and all of that. And it all adds to the melting pot. And... And then you get that wonderful real, I'm going to use the word journey now, but you get that wonderful journey, that real life thing where people are improving and then any minute now could be the end. You know, you do a great number, but it doesn't guarantee you success. You could still get voted off at the weekend, you know, on that night. So it's, it is all of the above, really, but it's just brilliant. It is magical. Radar, you can bust a few moves on the dance floor, can't you? You've got some shapes. Only when I'm pissed. <laughs> 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 but the thing is, Anton, yeah, I don't mind a little things. I don't mind a little sing song and uh, a drive around the place. I absolutely love it. The questions I want to ask you: Born in Seven Oaks, yeah, I did a massive competition a few years back, a number of years back now, over in Melbourne. The Austral- Australasians, I think they called it, huge competition at the Velodrome in Melbourne. Melbourne's a hell of a place. It's fantastic. Uh, Sydney also. I love Sydney, and it's just so far away, and. It was a huge, huge competition, massive over there. My partner, Erin, uh, who I danced with for 25 years, she's a Kiwi. She's, I mean, of your ilk and of that neck of the woods. But uh, she went from New Zealand over to Australia and spent about 18 months living and, and uh, working there on her dance and eventually moved over to the UK. But great part of the world for dance, uh, Australia. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is a long time, a long, long way away. But where did you, where did your journey with playing golf start? Because you're a very accomplished golfer yourself. Well, it's very kind of it. I just, I remember being at a dance school in Seven Oaks, just as a, as a 14 year old or something like that. And, this, uh, and there was a gentleman there, uh, much older, I mean, um, with his wife. And they used to go dancing socially on a Wednesday evening. And after about 18 months of being there, he said to me, why don't you come and play golf? He's a keen golfer. He said, why don't you play, play golf? And I came from a sort of, you know, a, a sort of working class background and we didn't play golf. My mother's Spanish, my father's Hungarian. We didn't play golf. And and I said, oh, okay, I'd love to. Uh, and I got, he found me a, a couple of golf clubs out the back of his garage and this, and, and I just went and played golf with him. And I was, Instantly hooked. Instantly. I, I loved it. And we used to watch on the television, we used to watch two things. We used to watch the Masters, the last nine of the Masters, as we all did. In, anybody of my era would have done that. Yes, yes. And I used to watch the Sun Tory World match play at Wentworth in oh, the yes. autumn. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, stop me now. Just <laughs> They're the Norman Lyle days. Oh, Lyle and that Lyle. People forget that Lyle and Faldo had a real sort of rivalry back in the day before they suddenly went off and won majors. And I, I think it really got underneath Nick's skin that Sandy went on and won the Open before he won a major. I think that really irked him. Yes, uh, but that was all part of the match play, and it. And I used to look at Wentworth and think it was like a bit of heaven. I had three <laughs> ambitions in my life: ridiculous, young ambition. I wanted to become a member at Wentworth. I wanted to buy a Ferrari, and but the one that Thomas Magnum used to drive. You remember that one? I wanted that <laughs> the little three hundred eight. Oh, so was it the three hundred eight? Yeah, I get a little flutter even now. And <laughs> I wanted to buy. I wanted to own a Louis Vuitton golf bag. Oh, those are my early ambitions in life. Now, of course, I've got to an age where I, I could probably get one of the 308s, but don't in case in case I have a midlife crisis. And the Louis Golf Club, I think, would park that. But I've now, I am, I am now a member at Wentworth Golf Club, and I tell oh, you, well, there you go. I have, I have. That is that's one of my greatest sort of, I don't know, achievements in my own personal sort of. When I think back to when I was young, that um, I'm so proud of, really, because it is heaven. It's heaven on earth, Wentworth. Yeah. You're walking up the... Certainly in the autumn. Yeah. I love autumn. I love the autumn. Autumn and spring, I love. My favourite. And you walk up those fairways. And I remember... I remember that time when Seve was about to get a shot into... I think he was into the 13th and somebody was, was chatting in the crowd. He says, he, says, uh, he, says, uh, he says, I know you're nervous, but he said, so am I. Oh, and, yeah. he, and everyone cried like... And he whoosh, six iron, whoosh, the into the green. And found it. Just, I yeah. mean... I love. I, I have to be honest with you. I love it. One of the great. That is one of the greatest golfing moments of all time. And when we go and play golf, well, that's where Sarah, yourself, and I will play. And we're going to get another victim because I only live around the corner. I live just oh. up, up the road in Sunningdale, dodgy end. Dodgy? Did you say dodgy? It doesn't live behind those gates. Those flash gates. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, but Wentworth, yeah, it's absolutely marvellous. I mean, yeah, congratulations, you got your membership there. You don't need a Louis Vuitton golf bag because you can always buy a ping and they are much better golf bags than Louis Vuitton golf bags. <laughs> well well said, Radar. So when are we playing then? Are we going to get a date in the summer? Oh, we'll yeah, do, do it. it. And we'll put it on Instagram, the scores, the whole lot. So stay tuned, everyone. Exactly. I'm... And ladies and gentlemen, can I just say, and Radar, I think you might have seen... And, and and you know he'll love me for saying this, and I said it to you when we we played in the in the Rose Lady series, didn't we, Anthony? Yeah, summer, brilliant. Hall. That's a you brilliant. have you have a very silky swing, if I do say oh, so myself. You, it, you can say say it again. It's a very silky swing. It's very then, attractive, not massively efficient, but it's very attractive. It's very attractive. It looks... It's the hips, isn't it? The hips they... and the timing and the rhythm. It's just, uh, I mean, you've just got it down. The hips don't lie, baby. Anton, who would you like out of the out of the uh, commentary team that you here to play with to make the fourth? I I tell you who I like. I uh, I, uh, I t- I've played in, I've played a bit of golf with Incy. Incy's a right. lovely golfer. She's a lovely yeah. golfer. But um, I think I think we should. Why don't the three of us take on Anthony Wall? Gotcha. Okay. Got it. He's or in this Coulter. hotel where I am now in Dubai. He's here Is somewhere, it? haunting someone's room. <laughs> Wandering around. It. Any any one of these rooms is mine. I can't remember which one. A terrible memory. <laughs> we'll get Anthony. We'll it's a it. done deal. We'll do it. Be terrific. Because you're, you're, 
Now you were giving me some. You're off too, aren't you, Anton? And you were giving me some. Mm. You were giving me some swing tips. I don't know if. I mean, you know, it's a podcast. It's yeah. It's obviously it's after the watershed. We can we can you know you were giving me some nice swing tips, and it involved a certain part of my. And are we allowed to say there's a certain part of my anatomy, and you know it helped well, me. I've <laughs> always found. I've always found. Just so everyone knows, I didn't do any hands-on action. Just so you know, it's all words. And I, I've always found that uh, one of the worst things you can ever do, really, unless someone's having an absolute terrible day, is give them swing tips on a golf course. It's like the worst thing in the world. But if they're having, it don't help. But unless they're having a shocker and it's something simple, like you're aiming in the trees. I don't know if you know that. Let's try and aim over it, like down the <laughs> course somewhere. So it's a very simple thing. But I, I've, I had a wonderful dance teacher years ago, and he used to use very simple language, very simple um uh, methods and it was all picture stuff you could see because you've got all the technical information you've ever going to need mm. everybody has they play golf or darts for years and you've got all that information in the back of your head you can't apply all that just need a big thing something simple like close your left eye or something like that and we i could see that you you was you you weren't turning at all <laughs> at, at all and i I thought, what could I? It's just a little tip. I thought that might help you, and I noticed that the, the right side of your body would 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 be uh, helped if it turned towards the target as you yes. were swinging through the ball. Um, and <laughs> very nice. If you weren't having a terrible day, I wouldn't have said anything. But I thought it would be of great assistance to you if you could turn the right particular area, the, the bit that was just tucked by your bicep, that. The your right bosom. Um, right bosom. If you yeah. could, if you could point that towards the target whilst you're hitting the ball, you would have yeah. a you'd have a much better day. And I have to say, as soon as you turned your right boot forward and pointed it towards the target, you had a, you hit the ball beautifully. I did, I did. So every time, every time I play now, when I go to the range, all I think about is right boob, and it works. Funny. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> See, if this was 1975, we could we could do 10 minutes on this. Yeah, but, but we can't but, do that anymore. We can't do that. We'll move on. I did. <laughs> but thank you. It was much appreciated. But, you, um, but how did you play? Really well. Really, really well. well. There you it go. Worked, simple method. I, simple method. Yeah. Sometimes simple language is the best. Exactly. Because you play, I mean, honestly, when you're, I know you're a very busy man, you've got, you're, you're, you know, your books, you're touring, you've got the Strictly Come mm. Dancing Tour now, you're touring with Giovanni as well. Yeah. You've got a family, you're a very busy man. How often, honestly, do you get to play? Well, it's it's one of those things where I get I get a bit of a run of it and then I don't play yeah. at all for ages. And I get a bit of a run of it and I don't play at all for ages. So if I can get out, when I'm actually, I've got some time off and, I, you know, the children go off to school and then up to the golf club. So I'll do that as much as I can, really, three times a week sometimes, um, four times a week if I can. Uh, just I, And I and I whiz up and I, I'm terrible at booking games. So I whiz up and I see if there's anyone around. If not, I jump in the buggy or I have one and I go and play on my own and just tinker and play. And But I just love being out. I'll tell you what it is, the big thing as well, is being outdoors and radar will know this. Yeah. Th there's no better walk than walking around a lovely golf course. It's no. and, and you have the seasons to to watch change and the colours of the trees. And one of my favourite times of the year is when the bluebells come out. And it's just this bed of bluebells in, in amongst the woods and the trees. It's just, it's beautiful yeah, it and heavenly. And sometimes I'll just walk and just enjoy the scenery and hit the ball. I often did it when I was learning my script for the panto, uh, just 
in, I was doing it sort of November time, early, end of October, November. I'd go around and play golf and I'd take the script with me. And I'd ever, I shot 74. I, I didn't even think about a golf swing. Two over par, thank you very much. Reading my yeah. lines. And it's it's a great, wonderful place to be. I love being there. And, and I've, a lot of what I do is indoors, either in a television studio, in you know, a theatre, all the arenas we are now, and driving and travelling about. So to get outdoors um, and do this is a real, a real highlight of, of my day. With for those of you who don't play golf, and I know a lot of you watch golf and don't play, uh, you come up to me all the time when I'm out on the golf course doing my job for Sky Sports. Play, give it a go because it's a place that we are so very lucky to sniff the golfing air. It, it is just. An amazing place to be is a golf course. That's what makes it the greatest game of all. There are other great games, yes, I know that. But man against the elements with a little white ball looking up and telling you what you are, there's no game like it. <laughs> Absolutely exactly. right. Exactly. Anton, have you been to that? Tell me about your golfing kind of watching. I know you watch a lot on TV, but your sort of mm. golfing experiences. Have you done a Ryder Cup? Have you done Masters? Have you been to the Open? Yes, I have. I've uh, uh, all of the above. I've, I went to the uh, Ryder Cup when Sam Torrance was the captain, the one that was delayed a year. Uh, we went to the Belfry and watched that. It, it, that was epic. Uh, the only problem with watching golf live is, of course, you, you only get to see one. You can stay in one place and see people go past, but you know when it gets to the, you know, you want to be able to see everything. So that's why coverage on the television is so brilliant. You guys do it so well. Um, I went to the uh, the 2012 Masters. If you're going to go to one, let me tell you to people, I mean, everybody who's watching this will probably be a golf fan, but so they'll probably go, okay. But if you can and you get the opportunity, and if you're going to go to one sporting event in your life, make it the Masters. There is mm -hmm. no event like it. It is phenomenal. Everybody's wonderfully behaved. You go and buy a sandwich in one of the concessions, right? And you don't get, it doesn't cost you £74 for a wafer-thin piece of bacon or ham in a, in a piece of bread that's a, a foot fat it's none of that you have you end up having to take some of the filling out because there's too much and it costs yeah. you a pound and a half it costs you nothing <laughs> it don't cost you any money you, you 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 is that all you want yeah that's all i want are you sure yeah that's all i want yeah. okay fine and you this thing is like a this it's astonishing they they serve beer till five o'clock and then and then they stop you buy anything all day long and you walk if you get caught running you get told off we were sitting by the 11th green, the 10th green, right? And then, and then somebody hit a shot and got on, moved on to the 11th. And, we, and there's some people were on the bank. As you look at the green from the fairway on the yeah. right-hand side, there's the bank. We're sat there on the bank watching these shots come in. And then some guy to my left, he lay down on the, on the ground. And one, one, of the, genuine, one of the security guards, one of the fellas, rangers, whatever, walks up to him and he said, are you all right, sir? He went, yeah, no, I'm fine, sorry. He said, oh, don't lie down. He said, could you sit up? <laughs> Do you mind? Oh, well, I'm terribly sorry. It's up. There's no bad part. If you get, if you, if you act right. badly or shout or do any of that nonsense, then you get, you just, there's no fuss. You just get leave. led off. You yeah. just get yeah. led off. They don't even you ask you to leave. They'll escort you off very politely, but you ain't coming back anytime soon. Let me tell you. And it's hilarious. It's so brilliant. And the it golf is, is hilarious. It's so fabulous. There's no one on the course apart from the, the players and the caddies. So even Radar can't get on in this. It's no. role as king. Oh, of we're golf, working on it, Anton. We're working on it. 
like, you're the only one I want. If it's anybody else, I'm interested. You and and it's that you haven't got trucks and trolleys and fellas and guys with this. And I mean, I know it all adds to the coverage, but Jesus Christ, it's like a free for all on the fairway. Not sure yeah. which one it's a player. Yeah. And it's but it's and it is a bit of a mecca of golf. And I have to tell you, there is no ex- sporting experience like watching. So we went and you get we went in two days. And watch two days on TV. So we went on the first day, and on the we went on the first day on the Saturday. So we watch them all going off, and then uh, watching the thing the first day, and then you want to you want to be there for the uh, the, the Saturday because on the Friday you watch it. Who's going to make the cut and all that sort of stuff? And then the, yeah. and then uh, oh no, sorry, my, I'm talking rubbish. We went on the Friday, so who's making the cut? And we went on the Sunday to see who's going to. We're around the green. You put your chair. Oh, you put your chair in. Let me tell you this: <laughs> you get your chair. You buy your chair. Oh, come on. And then you whack Was it Adam Bubba. Scott? Bubba. Hook it round a tree. Bubba, was, it? Was, that the one where, was that the win? Round the tree. Yeah. We were on the, we're on the fifth tee watching uh, somebody hit off the fifth tee on a par three. And suddenly there's this roar from over the horizon. And Louis just hold his second shot in a second. Ridiculous. It's it. 60 yards to the left of the flag and it trundles all the way down and plop goes in the hole. Unbelievable. This went bad. So we're... You get your chair first thing in the morning. You walk in. It's still misty. You get you whiz it down by the side of the 18th screen. Plonk. You chuck it there and you wander off. You come back four o'clock in the afternoon. Your chair's there. Somebody might be sitting there and go, excuse yeah. me, sir, that, that's my chair. Go, oh, do apologise. Thank you for letting me borrow it. Off he goes. <laughs> it's like, it's like unbelievable. It's amazing. Yeah, it it's amazing. It's There's no other place like it. There's no argy-bargy... Sporting events are sort of spoiled a bit. If you, it depends on your, it depends on your flavour, of course, by sort of that excessive alcohol. And it all gets a bit rowdy and unnecessary, etc., etc. Because people, you know, people like can't control them, can't control themselves when they have a couple of sherbets, and it all gets a bit messy. You don't get any of that there. If you just a bit like me, like to wander around in a cashmere jumper and watch a bit of golf, then that's that's the one for you. It is, and the caddies with the white overalls and oh. everything about, you know, the, the green jackets walking around with dandruff on the shoulders. There's nothing quite <laughs> like the whole, the whole thing. It's, oh, it's, it's lovely. Sarah and I will be there in a couple of months. Well, I'll be, I'll be watching you from home. Don't worry about that. You can give me a wave, yeah. and I'll be waving yeah. back. Because I get up, I plonk on the sofa, I flick on the telly, and I'm there. You're right. It's it, it's there's like nothing else. The first time I went there, you're just completely blown away, aren't you? Can I just say as well, I love your I'm loving your enthusiasm. I think you need to join us in this yeah. guy's comedy box, Anton. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to the open. I went to the open. Let me tell you this. I went to the open. And the open was great. I love the open. It's you know, it's that old the full bit. It's proper and it the links, bounce it there, run it up there. All I love it. I play my best golf from Lynx Golf. Isn't that funny? I don't hit the ball very high. I give, I'm a bit of a scuttler. And so a Lynx is great for me. And I went to the Open at Hoylake, the last yeah. one I went to. And, I mean, that was that was amazing. Watching Tiger. I was on one of the tees, and I watched Tiger come through. And, you know, five minutes before he arrived, there was commotion. And and I'm saying, what's going on? There must be something going on over there. What's happened there? My son must have lost the ball. It wasn't that. It was just Tiger walking from the previous green up towards this tee. I mean, it's like nothing else. It's like nothing else. It's a, bit, it's a bit like when I come through the high street in Nottingham, I have to be <laughs> honest, when Strictly's on tour. 
It's, it's like when you walk down the stairs on, <laughs> on set, Strictly Come Dancing, when it's the judges walk down the stairs. Like, very exactly much like. the same. <laughs> can you imagine what that must be like being Tiger Woods? Can you? Can oh, you know, I've, I've, I've been very fortunate, as you have, to have followed his career. You know, we—I never got to see, you know, the, the Hogans and all these great players, and you know, none of us did. And, uh, and I, I followed a bit of Jack, but we didn't get a lot of coverage, so we didn't see a lot of Jack. And I know Gary Player a little bit because uh, he, you know, he's a lot to do with Wentworth. So Gary's just an inspiration, wonderful man, and so. And I'm a, I love all the history of it, all, all of that sort of stuff. And my pal and I, we still get into this thing. Who's the greatest golfer? I always go Jack. And he goes Tiger. Jack, four blokes used to win tournaments in the old days. Anyone can win them these days. All of that. We have all of that. I say, yeah, but he's hitting with a stick and a terrible ball and all that. You know, you can't bend the ball nowadays. In the old days, you didn't get it right. Went sideways. All of that. We have all of these arguments, as everyone does. But we followed Tiger's career from the moment he stood there, shot 40 on the first nine. At the That's Masters, right. and then thirty on the back, and never looked back from there. I mean, we, we've, and it has been, it has been a hell of a thing, hasn't it? It has been such, such. He had a shot a few years ago, not that long ago, four or five years ago, where he stood on the right hand side of the of maybe the fairway, might have been in the rough, could have even been. Actually, I think it was in a fairway bunker, and he he bent this thing from left to right, and it hit the green. I was there. Oh, it, it was in Mexico. It was in Mexico. And it spat, it hit the green left, spanned <laughs> <the> sideways <laughs> to the hole, and it yeah. almost went in. Who, who does that? Who plays that shot? No, it was unbelievable. It was, I was there, and I'm, I was saying, where's he aiming? And he wiped across this ball, and he put spin on it like you cannot believe. It was like a frisbee flying down the green. Just <laughs> I looked at him and he looked at me. He gave me a smirk, and I just, I just wanted to bow. I mean, it was like, yeah, it was phenomenal. It was in, it was in Mexico City. It was there. Bizarre, stunning, Bizarre. stunning, stunning. Think he'll win again, Anton? Do you know it's that classic thing? I think he's got the game. I think he can win um, anywhere he plays. Really, if he, you know, if he puts his mind to it. I just don't think he can walk. You give him a hill, he can barely make it up to the first tee. And yeah. he's not going to do it four days in a row, that's for sure. He's, he's, the legs have gone. So he's still, he's still, he's still got the game. To, if, he can fight, if he can get on a buggy, I think he wins. But um, yeah, he won't, he won't get on a buggy. He won't, do, he won't do anything that's not the traditional way of doing it. If he's not yeah. in the proper and right way of doing it, he won't do it. But I, I, hope he, I hope he carries on playing, certainly. Even if he plays two rounds of, you know, and then withdraws or something. I don't mind because I just like to see him stood there hitting a the ball. Yeah. Definitely. Well said. Well said. Listen, we're just about out of time, but can I just say it's been an absolute pleasure um, to Brilliant. have you on. Um, really well, good. Love your, your, I could talk about golf all day. I know. Yeah. It's fantastic. Magic. Um, Magic. Can I just say you are my favorite judge on TV? Well, you can. You are just, that, you're a joy. I miss you on the dance floor, but I do love you. Well, I love it. Critiquing, you, you do though, don't you? You've really found your. I'm, I'm just, I'm chuffed for you. You're a gent, and I think you've really found, you found a very happy place, haven't you, on that judging panel? Well, it's lovely to have done it. You know, being in the position where I've done it for so long, and then being able to talk about it, a bit like radar, really. I mean, you, it's like a, a you get in a, you get in a, not an extended career or another go, but you're you're able to do. The thing is, when you've done something for a long time, the one thing you want to be able to do is talk about it. And yeah. it's the loveliest thing. So I, I've done it. I've done and I've done it all. Like 
you know, you say like radar, and you know, you've done it all, and and now you get the opportunity to to tell people about it, and yeah. not just about you. You say, oh yeah, when I did that, it's not about that. It's just about understanding what they're doing and what they're trying to do and do it and then and explaining it and then saying well, if you keep your left arm up there a bit more you'll get a bit more of that out of it actually yeah and your right arm and i and you know and i love it i love it and i love talking about it and i love doing it still but there's a lovely warmth there's a lovely empathy i think for you know let's be honest some of those some of the celebs who go on can't dance and there's an empathy there from you there's an understanding and a lovely always a lovely balance with humor so i think yeah i well, enjoy it Thank yeah. you. Thank you, my love. We love you, Anton. We love you. And thank you for joining us on Stokers and Radar. And in the summer, me, you, Radar, and Anthony Wall will be tackling Wentworth. Good on you, Anton. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> pleasure, mate. Good diamond. Thank you, my loves. Thank you so much. Great to see you. Oh, it's a pleasure to have Anton on the on the pod. As I said, I've been trying to get him for a while. He's a he is a diamond, isn't he, Radar? An absolute diamond. He is, yeah. I've met him. Pro-Am Wentworth at BMW PGA before. And, you know, he's just a, a fantastic guy. And his golfing knowledge is, is well, obviously, he, he loves it. He's a golf tragic, and that's what we want. He's a beautiful guy. And uh, I'm so much looking forward to that game now. When's it happening? Do it soon. Well, we'll have to get our, get our diaries out and get it penciled in. Um, I'll have to get down to Fox. I'll have to get down to Fox Hill and start clipping a few, because I'll tell you what, if he plays off two and he's shooting 74, I'm a little worried. He's very handy, a very tidy golfer. And I'm looking forward to seeing that bromance develop as well. So uh, so can't wait for that in the summer. So thank you, Mr. Anton DeBeck. That was a that was a treat. Now, Radar, a lot's been happening, obviously. John Rahm, I mean, I know you're a massive you've always been a huge fan of Rahm. I think I remember covering 2017 Radar, his first win on the PJ Tour, the Farmers. And at that point you knew there was something special. It was funny. I did a, a column actually for, for Golf Monthly recently on Rahm. And I was saying there's something magical about him, but for me, it, it's the strength and power with the long game combined with the absolute finesse and artistry with the short game, I just think is sublime. But it's that competitor radar, isn't it? For you, when when you see Ram at his best, what do you see? I see someone who um, knows exactly how the ball is going to fly, and that is from left to right um, 95% of the time. And if you know exactly what the ball is going to do and how it's going to react, well, you're one step in front of everyone else. Rory's the same, but Rory's the other way, a little bit a soft right to left. And that's what makes these guys so very good. Ram stands closer to any to the golf ball than I've ever seen anyone stand, which, you know, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, don't go to the range and start trying that. This just comes naturally to him. He stands pretty upright, slight bend of the knees, and his hands are so very close to his belt buckle. And then he just picks it up, Kind of lays it off, bow left wrist, and just crunches on it. Look, he's a big guy, and you have to be so very strong to play that way. And look, God bless his parents, because I wouldn't have liked to have, um, when he was growing up, had to um, pay for the, the food that he eats, because I tell you, I bet, I bet he eats like a horse, because he's just so very strong. And uh, he's great for our game, so very good for our game, and we're in for a wonderful year this year with Scotty Scheffler, with Spieth, I think, he's going to have a great year. JT's going to have a great year. Rory, will he get that green jacket? Let's hope so. But Ram, he is in the mix this year. I think he might add to his one US Open victory in his major count. Totally agree. Four wins in his last six starts, back-to-back on the PJ Tour. I mean, I was doing that first week back, the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, Morikawa. 
you know, if there's one guy you don't want breathing down your neck, it's John Rahm. And he, there was no way he thought, he, he went out, he's like, yeah, there was a, a massive gap at the top of the leaderboard that he had to try and close down Morikawa. And he did. He was just sensational on that Sunday, that competitive edge. And he talked about it, actually, just a quick line on, he was talking about the late, great Kobe Bryant. He was a big inspiration to him. And he was saying they had the kind, kind of same obsessional mythology towards their sport. And that's that, that's what John Rahm is. He sort of encapsulates that complete passion and, and obsessional behaviour towards golf. And, you know, he has a great life, work-life balance, if you like. He's got two young kids now. But inside the ropes, I just see him as the ultimate competitor. I totally agree. I think he'll be absolutely adding to his major tally uh, this summer, without doubt. Yeah. Um, now, Dubai, Rory and Patrick Reed, a little bit of a tea incident on the range. What have you heard? We've heard that, whether it's true or not. I don't know whether there was a tea flying around, uh, but I, I, I heard that uh, sort of Reed kind of wanted uh, Rory to sort of acknowledge him, you know, and <laughs> I heard that. This is what, this is what, what I'm hearing, that uh, Rory just, well, off he went. And Rory, Rory's that sort of guy, you know, you upset Rory. You know, Rory's the ultimate competitor. You know, that's the way it is. Look, I'm strutting around. I'm world number one. But Rory is a diamond guy. He's just, you know, a wonderful guy. But, um, you know, you don't want to upset a great player. You didn't ever want to upset Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, Stabby. Yeah. You don't want to upset them because they've got that competitiveness in them. And Rory's got that. And if you've wound him up a little, well, Good on you, Patrick. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, you want to go? See ya. But the ultimate feeling is, you know, you, you want to go, but don't start coming around here now, even though you've got to look at it and these guys are exempt to be in here. So which way you look at it, you don't know. But, but you know, you want to take the money and go there? Well, go there. Don't come here. Exactly. Listen, we are, I mean, Anton could have uh, filled two hours on our podcast, so we've just got time for Give Me a Clue Who at the end of uh, this month's episode. Always a little firm favourite with us now. It's getting a little close and competitive. It's so, all square, isn't it, Muzzy? It is all square. Three and a half each with three episodes to go. I don't know how you've closed me down, Radar. don't know how that's happened. Okay, Muggsy. He has been studying, hasn't he? <laughs> He's been reading his quiz books. Okay, Muggsy, are you all set? Yeah, all set. So for anyone new listening, it's five questions using the player's profile from the media guide. We write some questions to give you a chance and give you a clue who the player we're talking about is. So pens and paper ready. We'll go through all five and then we'll do the answers at the end. Question one. This player is obsessed with Justin Bieber. They always wear blue trousers and a hot pink shirt on Sundays. They also have a successful social media career with their brother. Obsessed with Justin Bieber. Got to get out more. Do you know who Justin Bieber is? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Britney Spears is. Jesus. I know who her dad is. <laughs> right, I've got no idea with that one, but I'll have a stab later. I've got an answer, but I'm not confident. Question two. This player mastered golf, practising in a sheep pasture. Their father is a vicar, their mother a maths teacher, and brother a controversial character from 2016. Got it. Can you say that again for me, please? No. 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> Have you got it, Radar? Oh, I've got it, yeah. 100%. Question number three. This next player enjoys horseback riding. Their dream four ball is listed as Tiger Woods, Adam Scott and KJ Choi. His father is his only ever coach. Have you got that radar? Yeah. But you haven't. You haven't. So number four, I'll come back at the end when we go through the answers. Number four, this player's auntie is a Hall of Famer. He also was an all-state ski racer in Vermont. Has a superstition of marking his golf ball with a coin head up. I know this. Oh, right. Got it. That's too easy, Muggsy. You need to toughen them up a bit. No, he does not. You got you got one out of you got one each last time. Next, this player has a twin who plays for the University of Georgia golf team. They travel to events with Coke products as they do not like Pepsi. They've had the same schedule this year as Radar. How you doing, Circus? I've definitely got one. <laughs> what about you? Well, if, if they're twins, you've just got to get one of them, haven't we? Just... No, I mean, I've definitely got one answer out of the five. No, I've got a couple. Um, but the, the American that's here, American, they're on the same schedule as me. So uh, they, they played the first, American played the first week. Who's... He didn't play the first Who's week. Let's not give him any more Who time. Who said they were American this. is the let's last go, thing I'll let's say. Go let's go through some answers. Muggsy, you're not supposed to say that. He was leading himself down well, the wrong path you there. didn't have it either, let's be honest. I've got it. Maybe. I'm not, maybe not. Gotcha. Whose side are you on, Muggsy? Well, I'm right always on the side yeah, of okay. an underdog, so probably Raider. Right, okay, let's go. Right. First one I have got one. a clue. This player is obsessed with Justin Bieber and always wears blue trousers and a hot pink shirt on Sundays. They also have a successful social media career with their brothers. Radar? Lexi Thompson. Sturkers. No, I, uh, Minji Lee, but it's not. It is from the PGA Tour, Wesley Bryan. Oh. The Bryan bro. He's obsessed with... That's with Justin Bieber. According to his PGA Tour Media Guide profile, he listens to Justin Bieber in warm-up routines. I knew I knew about the, the blue trousers and the pink top, though. I should have got that. No wonder his name is Wesley. <laughs> this player... On your Wesley! This player mastered golf practising in a sheep pasture. Their father is a vicar, mother a maths teacher and brother, a controversial character from 2016. Sturkers. Um, I don't know. I shouldn't know, but I don't. That is Danny Willett. The answer to that is Danny Willett. Bollocks. I should have got that. I didn't know the sheep pasture bit. No, but I knew his um, dad was a vicar, and his brother was a cock, wasn't he? Yeah, his brother wrote the article in 2016. And I even put the word master in there for you. But anyway. I know. Well, I, yeah, I yeah, I got that Next. bit. But I just, anyway. All right, Radar. Getting all cocky in the corner. Next. <laughs> the next player enjoys horseback riding. Their dream four ball is listed as Tiger Woods, Adam Scott and KJ Choi. His father is his only ever coach. Radar. 
Kim. Which one? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> Tom. Sturkers. Tom Kim. <laughs> if you oh. if you've copied, you've shafted yourself. Oh. It is C Woo Kim. Oh, is it? Oh, dude. Oh, you could have done. You, you didn't know it. You should have just gone some other Kim. Right next. This player's auntie is a Hall of Famer. He was also an all-state ski racer in Vermont. Has a superstition of marking his golf ball head up. Sturkers, you said you had this. Keegan Bradley. Correct. Correct. So that is currently 2-1 radar. Yeah. So, question number five. This player has a twin who also played for the University of Georgia golf team. They travel to events with Coke products as they don't like Pepsi. They've been on the same schedule as Radar so far this year. Radar? Yeah. I'm going to give her a hint. Won the Honda and and won the Honda and is Austrian. Stracker. That's my guess. Sarah? I actually wasn't going to say Stracker. Well, you can, you're saying Stracker? No, I'm not. Are you saying Stracker? I'm saying Stracker. I'm saying Hoygaard. The correct answer is Sepp Stracker. Oh, oh, oh. Radar's had a flyer. He's got three out of five there. <laughs> he suddenly won three episodes in a row to go four and a half, three and a half in a lead. Whoa, Radar. You gotta get out more, girl. You gotta get out more on Stoker the Radar. Brought to you by Bing. Play your best, baby. I'll have you next time. <laughs> Quite proud of myself now. This has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast. Thank you.